hopefully this doesn't sound like garbage. Uh, I am on the road. This is an on the road podcast, and it's the first podcast without Blake Zerg wrong. Uh, I am in Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, driving the 2016 Hyundai Tucson, which is actually a pretty good car. You know, compact SUV. It's a competitive segment, and it it's got a really neat. Actually, I can't tell you any of this shit because it's embargoed. So forget everything I just said. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that. Um, so, yeah, I'm here in Minneapolis, which is a pretty cool. Actually, it's a surprisingly cool town. I've been here once before when I visited with 3M. Um, and we got we got some fun tonight because we got to go to the University of Minnesota their their football stadium, which is currently also the stadium that the Minnesota Vikings use because their new stadium is being built. And I think they have another year until it's ready. Uh, they put all our, our photos and names up on the big screen, which was cool. But we actually got to go down and toss the fucking football around. And uh, surprise, surprise, not a lot of people in the industry are adept at throwing a football. But there are a few of us. And we were the ones out there the longest. I was fucking sweating, but it was a blast because you're never on a college football slash pro field throwing the pigskin around. It was super, super rad. One of those moments that you have in this industry that is exciting and it was a good time. And um, towards the end of it, there were a few of us left and we started to see, you know, just how far people were throwing the ball. And I'm not going to brag. Well, no. I'm sorry. That's a lie. I'm totally going to brag right now. Um, I have a decent arm, and I chucked a nice clean shot that was at least 10 yards farther than everybody else. I threw one in to the Minnesota end zone, and it was caught from about 55 yards out. It's not a joke. I'm not exaggerating. I chucked one in. I have a, a good arm and I fucking threw it in there and it was dope as shit because, you know, the sun's going down over Minneapolis and we're in this stadium that we're not supposed to be and, or, you know, not normally supposed to be in terms of just general public life. And it was awesome. Uh, it was really cool. And, uh, getting to see some good people I haven't seen in a while on this trip, which is always nice. Um, but other than that, let me think about what I've been driving lately. Uh, the last weekend, actually, I've spent driving the Hoon truck, which is pretty cool because the last press car I had went away on uh, Thursday. It was the Mercedes S63 AMG, which I still believe is one of the greatest cars ever. Um, just holy shit. The level of tech and luxury and power and just presence that that car has is unreal. It's obscenely expensive at $190,000. But what you're getting, I mean, and, and this is going to sound stupid, but for what you're getting compared to the competition, fuck it, it's worth it. That car can do goddamn everything. Uh, that car is so, so good. So, so good. Um but after it went away, I was in my truck, which braking distances change and steering radii change. Um, but the the truck, for the most part, is running well, minus the cooling issue, which is still present. 
I just sent in a new parts order to LMC Truck. Uh, they were insanely kind enough for the first round to hook me up with a number of parts. And it was excellent. So I'm hoping for some more goodwill from them. Um, they said to send them in a list. And I'm expecting nothing. I'm absolutely expecting them to say, like, nah, that was a good list, so good luck with that. Or, hey, give us this amount of money. Um, anything that happens, whatever, it, it, it happens. Uh, but the list I sent in is, has some potentially good moves for Hoon Truck if it happens. So I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll just spill it. Here's what I'm asking for. Um, I'm asking for... Uh, a dual fan electric fan with a new radiator I'm asking for a front and rear disc brake conversion um, I'm asking for the drop spindles in the front so it keeps it twin beam suspension because I don't want to change that but it lowers it, a, l lowers it a bit and does drop hangers or shackles in the back so it lowers the back a little bit so it just gives it a little bit more stance nothing crazy you know I don't want to be too insane but it drops it a little bit um, what else is there that I asked for um, I think those are the biggest parts I asked for anything else would be fairly tiny like inter interior trim pieces um yeah, that's that's mostly it. some horn elements because I, I want to get the horn finished on the truck because I hate driving a car that doesn't have a horn. And it's not because I'm some dude who's always on his horn. It's because of everybody else potentially around you. If someone's veering... Excuse me, I've had a few beers. If someone's veering into my lane in my truck, my brakes suck and I have no horn. That's a bad combination. So having a horn, that was one of the things I wanted wired up in the the Civic, which Rick Radcliffe did. Was he hit me? A, he got me a button, so because I didn't, ha I had an aftermarket shitbag steering wheel uh, with no horn. So he made me a button so I could hit the horn because not having a horn sucks in a car. I need a horn in the truck because even more so than the Civic. The Civic, I could have probably maneuvered out of the way, just you know, darted left or right, hit the brakes. In the truck, if someone comes in my lane and shit's about to get fucked, I have no chance. I'm hitting them, no question about it, and I have no way to warn them except to like rev the shit out of the engine, which no one will hear anyway. Um, so I need a horn pretty badly. Um. But it was it was fun tooling around the truck. I took it to the gym. I took it to the store to get some beer for the weekend. Uh, had fun in it, you know, just doing fun stuff with it. Um, this coming week or tomorrow, I was supposed to get. I, I fly out tomorrow from Minneapolis back to Orange County, and I was supposed to get an SRT uh, Grand Cherokee, but uh, it. it didn't get back from Michigan in time, so I'm not getting that car. Whatever, it happens. They're replacing it with a Cherokee Trailhawk, which I've driven, and it's a good car. But won't get driven much because on Friday I get the Lamborghini Huracan, which is a car that I've been scheduled, then unscheduled, scheduled, then unscheduled. Um, it's been up and down, and I finally get it, and I get it for basically two and a half days. Not that I'm 
being a dick like oh two and a half days this stinks my weekend's ruined uh no i'm excited and the reason i i, I would normally get it till monday but i have a, another event to go to on monday um so they have to take it back because believe it or not they're not keen on my original idea of letting me leave it in my parking spot on monday and putting i swear to god this is what i suggested i was going to leave it under the mat on monday and uh leave the keys under the mat and have them come get it by the way you can't you can probably hear some of this i'm going to turn it down a little bit because i'm peeking but I have to pee right now. So you just came into the bathroom with me. That's how mobile this podcast is right now. And that's TMI. I know. Hopefully you can't hear that too badly in the background. Um, but yeah, that's what's going on. Oh. <laughs> that's not what I meant to do. So I get the Uricon on the weekend. I'm going to try to knock it out, try to get the filming done. Uh, I have a few more videos to edit. I have the Nismo GTR video mostly the the ba- the bare bones of it laid out. I just had to I have to add in all the B-roll and the cuts and but I have all the speaking parts laid out and it's way longer than I want my I'm trying to get my video shorter um but the Nismo GTR is actually hitting about 10 11 minutes and that's really long. Uh but thankfully if you know I've had a decent I've had a decent rate in terms of people running run I mean run time excuse me and um so I'm gonna leave it because the car is worth it and that was one hell of a ride that that's an extremely fast car it's uh anybody who shits on the GTR in my head has never driven one and if they have driven one and they still shit on it they haven't driven it fast enough because you can push that car harder and harder and faster and faster. Hold on, I'm going to flush. I apologize for all that. Hopefully that gets cut. But if it doesn't, you know what? Sorry, I had to pee. And I haven't done one of these where I've had a couple beers in a while, so fuck it. Um, so the GTR, the thing that annoys me about that is... Like I said, if they're like, Ugh, the GTR sucks. And actually, that's the same voice I use in the video. Ugh, the G- you, you, they just haven't fucking driven it because it's it. Ugh, GTR has no soul. Yeah, it does. It has plenty of soul. You just push that car to its limits and it's so happy to take the ride with you and just make your day wonderful. The Nismo GTR does all of that times. It actually, believe it or not, is more. It's it's the suspension tuning and the extra horsepower and the extra torque and the uh, there's more gear wine to it which makes it sound like more of a race car. There's a there's a lot going on with that car. Let's turn this back. Hold on. Let me just check the levels. Turn that back up a little bit. Yeah. So there's a whole lot going on with that car that just it uh man it's a it's a it's a, a really good car. Um, but the video will hopefully be done. My goal is to get it this week. I've been really slacking on editing video. I have a lot going on. Uh, not that this is, my goal isn't to turn this into some sort of confessional, but I mean, most of you already know that I'm about to have a kid and um, my travel is about to chill for the rest of the year because of that. I, I mean, I'm not saying that negatively. Um, it's just a you know fact of life. 
Um, I do have one more trip on the calendar at the moment, which is next week. I'm going to, but it's it's California. It's it's L, it's northern LA, I think. Whatever. I have no idea where Westlake is, but it's LA. Uh, I'm going to drive the new MX-5 and the Mazda CX-3. I'm actually excited about both of them, believe it or not, because I think the CX-3 could be one hell of a driver for its segment. The CX-5 was good. The CX-3 should just be tighter and... Um, but I'm really excited to drive the uh, the Mazda, the, the Miata. Um, I mean, this is the, the the latest and the greatest of the MX-5 world. And everybody who's driven it already, and so many people have driven it, so I'm, I'm hoping it's not old news by the time I fucking drive it. But um, everybody who's driven it loves it. I, I, I'm, I've yet to find a bad word said about it. With maybe the exception of, and I think this is more an enthusiast thing, said by people who haven't actually driven it. But those people are saying, oh, I wish it had more power. But people who have actually driven it don't seem to say that. The only major criticism I hear is in suspension tuning where it seems like there's tons of body roll. But... People like the article. I just read an article in Motor Trend where they were talking about how the body roll contributed contributed to the overall driving dynamics because they compared it against a BRZ, which was way flatter. But I don't know. They they kept praising the MX-5 handling, even though the language they were using was t- was saying about more body roll, um, quicker to lose it at the limit. Uh, just random things where you were like, this doesn't sound like good stuff, but but they were the only ones. And sometimes Motor Trend can be overly critical for whatever fucking reason. And so it was weird to read that. I, I honestly, whatever it comes down to, I can't wait to drive it for myself uh, next week. So that should be pretty good. But yeah, on the flip side, I'm also, I, I really want to see that CX-3 because I feel like that could be a pretty damn good car. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think of what I got coming up. Uh, and it's not, like I said, I'm about to have a kid. And so there's, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of staying at home and editing video and driving random press cars. And no, I'm not going to be buying a minivan. Uh, but no, I also won't be putting my kid in the truck for an extremely long time. However, I really, really want to finish the Wombat, not just because... Uh, shit, what has that been in the shop for? Two years? I'm not saying that because... Well, okay, so I am saying that because I just I just want to drive the goddamn thing, even though we're a long ways away from that. I would feel comfortable putting a kid in that, though, too. Uh, so I could have my bitchin' daily driver with random power and great old-school Mercedes style, and then also probably comfortably and extremely safely put a uh, baby seat in it so we'll see on that one um but the truck is a big no-go for the kid for a long time however uh and i know i'm rambling i was uh, at i took the truck out to donuts and derelict or donut derelicts in huntington beach which is the local awesome muscle car hot rod show that's been going on for decades decades and decades at an old donut shop it's at the corner of Adams and Magnolia in Huntington Beach, and it's been there every Saturday for fucking since the beginning of time. I think T-Rex brought a 34 hot rod there. Um, 
So I brought the truck. I woke up super early, which I hate doing, but I did it anyway because I hadn't, you know, been to a cars and coffee type show in a while. And I rolled in at like six something and the place was already fucking jammed. I barely found a parking spot, which was good because if I waited any longer, the truck would have overheated. Uh, but I got in there um, and the show is great. It's a great mix of muscle cars and there's... Uh, there's some just there was an old military truck that showed up with actual machine guns still attached to it. Um, there's some dude who pulled in in a brand new Jag F-Type R coupe, which everybody appreciated and was taking pictures of. Uh, but it was still mostly, you know, 99% muscle car, hot rod. It was all classic shit. Um, all my F100 was the newest F100. Every other F100 was the older 50s droopy round, which they all looked gorgeous. But I had, I did have some people coming up. I had one or two people say, oh, Hooniverse, which was, you know, always gives me a little bit of a thrill to hear people recognize what we're doing. Uh, you know, one guy saw the sticker and said, oh, yeah, 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 that's great. And, that, that, you know, it's nice to hear. I uh, love seeing that stuff out. Um, getting the encouragement in person or on social media, Facebook and, and all that good stuff. Uh, but it was, it was nice to see it was regardless. It was nice to bring the truck somewhere where people were like, you know, that's a nice pickup though. If I bring the truck out, not to, I'm not bragging about the truck, but in general, if you bring any classic vehicle out, people are like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I was a uh, long time Hooniverse fans and listeners will know, of my buddy Tom's Firebird, which if you don't know, go on our YouTube channel and you can find two videos on it. The first video is more popular than the second, but regardless, you'll see the video. They moved to Chicago, uh, and he's still an extremely close friend of mine. And I went out and spent a few days. His wife came out to visit my wife, and I went out to visit him. So, you know, we just, we did a, a husband-wife swap. Um, we just, he and I love craft beer and we love old cars. And so we just kind of chilled, but he had to work one of the days I was there. So I took his firebird out. He hadn't driven it in a couple of months. He's like, yeah, yeah, take it out. And, you know, he, he's more than eager to throw the keys to the, up that car to me. So I took it out and I found a Starbucks somewhere in rural suburban Illinois, you know, an hour outside of Chicago. And it's funny because if I had that car in California, I could pull up to a Starbucks. People are like, oh, yeah, that's cool, Firebird. And honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if another Firebird pulled up. I was like, oh, cool, you know, 68, 69, which one you got? But in suburban Illinois, Jaws were on the floor. And I'm, this isn't like a concourse car. This isn't something you'd see at Barrett-Jackson. It has a, a 20-foot paint job. Uh, the engine needs some work and, and I love this car. Don't get me wrong, but you know, it's, 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 I mean, it's pretty cool. It looks, it looks bitching with the, the front chin spoiler and all that, but because it was a classic in a sea of no classics, people, their mind were like, Whoa, what year is that? And especially to see a fucking me pull up. Um, and I say me, I mean that as a young, not me. I mean, as a, a generally a younger person driving that car. Though I will say, and this is the full-on tangent episode, clearly, I will say that I had an an old person moment here in Minnesota, and it fucking makes me sad. And you will laugh, because it's funny. So, I'm staying at this hotel called The Commons, which is directly across the street from... It's on basically on the campus of the University of Minnesota. 
directly across the street is the recreational slash fitness slash gym for the University of Minnesota. And it's this gorgeous five-story building, maybe more than that. It's, it's, it's lovely. And a PR rep who's been here f- for a few days longer said, oh, you can go over there. We can get day passes. Awesome. I, need, I wanted to work out uh, yesterday. Oh, no, sorry, this morning. So you're listening to this on Wednesday. On Tuesday morning, I wanted to hit the gym. I've been trying to hit the gym a little bit more. And a five-story gym with probably the best weights and, you know, a school of nearly 60,000. This gym's going to be sick. So I walk in, and there's a girl at the counter, a college girl. Uh, yeah, hey, um, I've heard, uh, and she's very Midwest. I say, oh, hey, hey, how are you? How are you? Uh, yeah, I heard uh, I might be able to get a day pass here. Oh, um, do you, do you, are you the parent of a student who goes here? Am I the parent of a college student? Now, I've never wanted to choke someone, and don't take this the wrong way. I was taken aback for a second, because... Well, I'm not young anymore. I'm, I'll be 35 next month. I have plenty of gray hairs. I don't, and I could be wrong. Please sound off on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Sound off and tell me if I look like I could be the parent of a college student. But I don't think I do. It was, uh, <laughs> it sucked to hear that. And I was like, N- n- no. She's like, oh, well, this and that. And I did it wrong. Apparently, I need to go to the front desk of my hotel, tell them I want to go to the gym. They give me the day pass. And I fucked it up. So I wound up back at the gym here at the hotel. I mean, they had dumbbells, so it was cool. But this isn't a lifting podcast. And I'm not a lifting person. But yeah, the chick at the desk asked me if I had a kid who goes to the school there. And I don't know if she was trained to say that. Or if I look like I'm a fucking old fuck. That was fun. Um, but whatever. Regardless, I don't even know where to go from here. Now that I'm dawdling on about how I'm old, I could talk about having the kid, which is terrifying and, and exciting. Extremely exciting. Uh, I no longer have my office. My office has been transformed into her room. And it is a her. It's a she. It's a daughter. Um next Sabina Schmitz with more personality and who speaks English Uh, so yeah it's exciting and now I'm getting tired and thinking about that so this is going to be a shorty on the road podcast but uh, we'll we'll get back into action when I get back next week um, with Chris Hayes stepping in well not stepping in Chris Hayes has always been like pseudo co-host anyway so now Chris Hayes will officially be the co-host and producer and you know what we actually just signed up uh, uh, another guest that was one of our greatest podcasts I think one of our great podcast episodes Gail Banks is coming back to the podcast so that'll be fucking rad Um, Alex Roy said that anytime he's in LA he'll be back on oh race car driver Duncan Ende is going to be back on um, and then I, you know who I really want to get? I really want to get Drift Idiot on, but I have, it's not confirmed, but 
I've been in touch with the regular car reviews guys. They're planning their Pacific Fister. When they get out here, um, regular car reviews will be on the podcast. I actually want them to drive the truck, which would be rad as shit to get that an episode, but I know it would overheat. But regardless, you might do it anyway, hopefully. Uh, so we get, we get, I mean, it, it sucks. Blake's gone, but he's, he's moved for all the right reasons. He's going to flourish in Austin. If there was ever a city for Blake, it's Austin. Um, and Chris and I will kick some ass on this podcast. And I, and I think you'll enjoy, um, what would you call this? Uh, I don't know. I was going to come up with some funny acronym, but whatever. We're, we're moving on. We'll be good. And, uh, I am sorry for the, what I'm looking at is about 25 minutes of length. Um, but yeah, On The Road Podcast had a few beers of me, so hopefully the ones of you who like to listen to me drunk will enjoy... Oh, I'm not drunk. Uh, it's, a pretty good, it's a pretty good buzz, though. It's a pretty good buzz. All right, I have to catch a shuttle at 7 in the morning, and I have already got a first-class upgrade because I'm a world-class upgrade. But I will uh, talk to you guys soon.